Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Myra Hurtado from 24K Glow in beautiful Brea, California. How are you doing today, Myra? Good. How are you? I am doing well, doing well. So for those that don't know you, if you just want to take a minute to kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your business. Sure. Um, hi, Spray Tanning World. Um, my name is Myra and I'm from Brea, California. It's about 15 minutes from Disneyland for anybody that doesn't know where it is. It's a small little town. Um, just uh, started spray tanning back in 2014, kind of snowballed from just buying a little machine to spray tan my friends and having us spray tan each other. And um, it kind of evolved into me doing certifications while I was still trying to get my degree in school and it's been, what, 2017 now, it's still going, it's growing every year, and I'm always learning from everybody in the forums, um, learning from Grant, I'm always bugging him <laughs> with questions, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Awesome, awesome, yeah, we, we met a couple years ago, I'd say, maybe three, two or three, um, yes. you know, set up your website and stuff, so... But, yeah, you don't bug me that often. You don't have to say that. <laughs> I have my days. Yeah, and for anybody who needs a, a website, Grant is awesome. Oh, I mean, he's – I can't imagine. He's probably ha has so many people contacting him all the time, and he's always so happy to answer and help people. He genuinely cares. So um highly recommend his website. Well, thank and you. And I, I get a lot of compliments from clients, too. Yeah, thank you for that. That, that means a lot to me, and I, I'll pay you a little bit later just for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, uh, thanks uh, for the kind words. Yeah, I mean, anybody that obviously wants to reach out, happytans.biz, there's the website builder over there. I appreciate that. Um, just here to help, like Myra said, so thanks for that. But we will stay focused on you and your story. Uh, we want to learn a little bit more about yourself. Like you said, you've only been in three years, but I'm sure you've had ups and downs as anyone else does in their business. So if you kind of want to touch on both points, I'd like to talk about the lowest point, um, you know, your worst entrepreneurial moment, and then on the flip side of that, the best moment that you've had so far in your business. So if you want to jump into that, that'd be great. Sure. So I think for me, the highest point would be when I started, well, I was in school out towards LA. So um, LA was a lot closer to me. Obviously, there's a bigger population of clients that are in the entertainment industry so I was starting to kind of tap into that doing mobile um, one of my clients was um, a lot of uh, people know her but Abigail Ratchford who's super sweet and she kind of started getting me a lot of clients and I was kind of heading in that direction um, of getting high profile clients but unfortunately <laughs> The entertainment industry has really odd hours, so, you know, you have to do mobile calls at, like, 4 a.m. or 1 a.m., and I have a little four-year-old daughter, so it doesn't really work. So it kind of, it's kind of, uh, it kind of sucks to look back and go, hey, you know, I know I could have done this person and that person, but, um, you know, being a mom, you have to put that first, and I don't regret it. I just know that you know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, if those clients went to somebody else, maybe that person deserved it at that moment. And I'm happy for them. Um, so yeah, I really do think that that would have blown up for me. 
um, just because it, it all has to do with connections. And once somebody says something good about you and they've seen the work in person and they really trust you, um, they're going to keep coming back and refer all their friends. So I would say that was the highest moment. And she was she was just super sweet. So I can't thank her enough for giving me the chance to tan her and giving me those um, opportunities. Um, so that was kind of like a high and low at the same time. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, I got to Tanner for a few photo shoots and that's really helped me on my website or just showing examples to clients and, um, you know, a little bit of both worlds. Um, I'd say maybe, uh, I don't know. She just, she just really, really connected me. I can't, I'm just a really grateful person. So yeah, it sounds like it. And for you, you know, a lot of people would see that and say, she's crazy not to take that opportunity or things like that. But as we have, a, as I've discussed on a lot of uh, interviews is kind of defining what success to you. And for you, you did not want to sacrifice time with your daughter, with your family for that. Obviously, some people may want to do that. That may be the prerogative, but it, it all comes down to what you want out of it. So that's really cool for you to be able to just kind of take a step back and say, you know what, that'd be awesome. It would probably be amazing for me in the career, but it's not ideal for what I want in my life. So that's, that's really nice to hear from you. Right. And I think a lot of times you're going to have opportunities where you, um, you're kind of confused. Do I take the step forward? Do I step back? What do I do? And I just say, always go with your gut feeling. You know, if you feel like it's going to hold you back, um, you know, just really think about it. And for me, you know, my daughter's not going to be four or five forever, you know, the opportunity will come back around eventually. And like I said, maybe it was meant for somebody else at that moment. And if that helped them get forward, I'm more than happy for them. So, um, yeah, you know, just always, I think it's all about balance and I've had to learn that too with business. Um, there was times where I would say yes to everybody, you know, and I was working till 11 o'clock at night and I just had to learn to just you know, say no sometimes. And that's really hard for me, especially with really, um, loyal clients. Um, and even then for them, <laughs> I'll yeah. still have a hard time saying no because they're the reason you're here. You know, I'm a small business. I'm home-based. Um, so that's actually one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast with you. When you asked me, I, I, I don't think there's been one where they focused on an in-home studio. Yeah. And so I wanted to help people with that too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we could talk about that for for a minute and just kind of how that works for you. Um, I know you showed me that the setup you had there was really nice that one one day you, you showed it to me. So that was a cool setup. But if you just kind of want to elaborate on that and how it's worked for you, that'd be great. Sure. Sure. So um, like I said, I started mobile when I was in college. And after I graduated, I, I, um, I was no longer in the L.A. area. So um, my fiance said, hey, why don't we use the little den downstairs? It was literally a, a junk room. I mean, we had a pool table in there and a bunch of boxes, just random stuff. And honestly, I owe it all to him. He kind of like made that dream come true. He redid the whole room. Um, we added some side doors where now we have a side entrance. So, you know, you don't have random people coming in and out of your house. It's it's got its own side entrance through the garden. Um, you know, people don't feel weird at the same time going through somebody's house. And as the years go by, you know, you, you build that clientele and they kind of become your friends and they, they feel comfortable, you know, sitting in your patio, hanging out, grabbing a drink from the refrigerator. You just really want to make it feel like home to them. And that's one of my biggest compliments that I get from clients as well. Um, 
I saying, you know, I, I didn't realize it was at a home. Your website's so professional. So I was giving you the compliment. Um, <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like this is so different. There's pros and cons to a salon or a brick, brick and mortar and a, a home business. Um, and one of those is uh, clients always saying, you know, I just feel like I'm, I'm at home or I'm really treated like a, a, a VIP customer, you know, like I just really feel at home here. I feel like you always remember everything about me. Um, and they keep coming back and I really love that. Um, and then the downside to that is you don't get that foot traffic, you know, a brick and mortar is exposed and you got people walking by that might've never thought about spray tanning and they see your, your storefront. They're like, Hmm, let me go try it. So you have access to those people where in homes really kind of private, um, really referral based. Um, that's how I started just referrals, referrals, referrals yeah. and hooking up your clients that send you people. You know, if, if it's not for people spreading that word of mouth about you, um, you know, you can go under really fast. So always yeah. appreciate your customers and treat them, treat them with, um, you know, just hooking them up with stuff, give them a free sample of something, a free exfoliating mitt here and there. And they, it goes a long way. Yeah, it really does. And I, I kind of give some people pushback. A lot of people want referral programs and all that, and they're great. I think a lot of them can work. But if they're not working or if you want to think outside the box, I mean, it, it makes sense to even offer a, a free tan if you refer somebody because, like, you're not only going to get that person back but the new person, and they're going to refer more people. It's like one free tan. How much can that come out to for a lifetime value of a customer exactly. versus one time? Exactly. It's nothing. And, for example, I don't pay a dime for advertising, so – to me, to I mean, we all know our our cost per tan, depending on what you use. Um, you know, is that really costing you so much to hook somebody up? You know, those twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and it's costing you nothing. You know, yeah. and they're they're going to appreciate that so much. And you know, nowadays it's so hard to find old school customer service where they're like, "Hey, Bob, how are you? How's your kids?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just really truly know you. You know, and they know your family and. That's another um, thing I would I would um, give advice about. You know, take take an extra two minutes to write down some little notes about the clients because you're you're seeing so many clients that you're not going to remember them all the time. You'll remember the name. Um, yeah. But you know, this this client's going to Vegas um, with their fiance. They're going to watch the show. You know, and when you see them, it will all come back to you. But they're going to appreciate that you took that time to remember what they were doing last time they came to see you. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, obviously not being in the direct business, but in, for me, if I'm kind of met somebody and they tell me something and maybe it's like they're going somewhere I'll, I'll write it down put it in my calendar or shoot them a text and say hey have fun and just that one thing and interaction right. is like stands out in their mind it goes a, a long way yeah definitely absolutely so if speaking of that and, and since you were talking about starting out and the, the word of mouth and everything like that how do you remember how you got your first paying customer um you know what it was honestly once i, I got on yelp yeah. um Yelp has really been a great platform for me. I have never paid them a dime. Yelp's going to hate me. I don't think that anybody really has to pay them a dime. Yeah. Um, and as many of you know, they're relentless. I mean, they will call you from different phone numbers, different emails, and you can block them, but they'll still figure out a way to get in contact with you. Right. And, you know, I feel bad. They're just doing their job, just like all of us, but um, they're a little over the top sometimes. Yeah. But, um, you know, just really, I, I will offer... You know, sometimes I'll do a free 
I don't know, treatment of some sort or a free um, trial size tan extender on Yelp um, for first time clients, a free exfoliating mitt, you know, change it up all the time. And even people that always do those check-in out offers are going to be excited to see like, oh, what is she offering next? Yeah. Um, and Yelp is kind of a little, um, has its own little cult following. So you'll mm. have people that kind of fly into town. You know, they may be going to Disneyland, for example. Oh, I found you on Yelp. Like you had, you know, yada, yada, yada reviews. Yeah. And they're usually Yelp elites. And those really go a long way because they they take their Yelp pretty seriously. So yeah, their reviews are really good. They really go into detail. Yeah, um, they know what to put. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and Yelp can either make you or break you. You know, I, I think it's truly a, a really good tool, and people aren't scared to tell the truth on there. Knock on wood, I've had really good feedback on there. I mean, my best advice is just be yourself. Um, be super, you know, open to what the client is asking you. Like, listen to what the client's saying. Um you know, um, don't be scared to ask questions like, where are you going? What are you getting this done for? Um, you know, you're not going to tan somebody the same way as they're going to a wedding as if they're going on vacation. So those little questions go a long way. And that's one of the compliments I get on Yelp, too. Like, she asked me all these questions that helped me get the right color. I thought I wanted dark, but really just having a little glow made all the difference. And that's actually what I wanted when I thought that I wanted something dark. So just kind of pick at their brain a little bit. Sometimes the client thinks they know what they want and that's why you're the professional. You're there to pick their brain and kind of guide them in the right direction. And sometimes you have to talk them out of what they think is going to look good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I think, yeah. And I think that's why I've had a good Yelp so far, to be honest with you. Don't be scared to be honest with the client and people will appreciate that. Yeah. They definitely will, and and obviously, um, I'll kind of jump ahead, but I like to ask about the number one thing that's been the most beneficial uh, to your business and created the most success for you. Um, I'm just kind of assuming that your online reputation through Yelp uh, would be one of them. 148 five star reviews is probably one, the most I've ever seen. Uh, it's pretty crazy. So, I mean, is that is that what you would say is the number one thing that's been the the most beneficial for your business? Um, you mean as in regards to being on Yelp and getting clients in? Yeah, I mean, what, what's the number one thing that's you know contributed to your yeah, success just, um, the most? Honestly, just uh, word of mouth and Yelp. Those two things. Um, I mean, in this industry, the good thing about this is you don't really have to pay a lot in advertising. Once you tan somebody, they're your advertisement. They're walking around. You know, everybody sees their skin, and. So many of my clients go, yeah, I went back to work and people, people were like, you did something. What did you do? You know, mm -hmm. you, you can't really tell what it is, but you look really good. What did you do? Oh, I got a spray tan. They'll send you coworkers or right. their friends, you know, their mom. So just, you know, just, they're really just your walking advertisement, really word of mouth and Yelp. They definitely are. Yeah. I, I could, I knew Yelp was a lot. I, I don't personally care for Yelp that much, but it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like you have to be present exactly. there. And, and my wife uses it when we go on vacation to find restaurants and things like that. But, uh, you know, it's there. We don't know if it'll be there forever. Obviously getting reviews on Google and stuff will be beneficial, I think, long-term. So I like to tell people to try to mix it up if you're asking for reviews, Facebook, you know, Google, Yelp, and those things. Right. And I think, um, I think it almost varies by region too. Cause I see a lot of people talk about Facebook reviews and yeah. you know, their Facebook's been really successful for me. It hasn't done anything for my business. Sure. <laughs> so, um, that tool 
for me. Just it's been pointless. I've paid for advertising on there. Actually, that is the only thing I've ever paid for, and that's how little it helped me that I didn't even remember till I brought it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I spent like forty dollars, maybe I did twenty dollars one time, twenty dollars another yeah. time, and I mean, not even my real clients really even use the page. They really use Instagram more. Yeah. And that's, you know, part of it is figuring out where your, where your ideal clients or where your, the clients totally. that you're marketing to are there. If they're not on Facebook, they're on Instagram. If they're on Yelp, you know, and, and put the, put your efforts there. So that's important to figure out too. Totally. So when you see the, um, on the forum, you know, people go, Oh, I hated Yelp or I didn't like Facebook or I loved Facebook, vice versa. You know, try everything out. Don't always listen to what somebody else says because it's, different everywhere just yeah. try everything you have nothing to lose and eventually you're going to tap into something that really brings you a lot of business yep and f yeah you got to move around and figure out what it is and once you get there you can invest more time and energy there yeah definitely so a as your business has grown over the past uh three years since 2014 what what is how has it changed for you you know on a daily daily sorry weekly monthly uh basis as far as it goes uh for your actual um so the difference between a brick and mortar and in-home, for me personally, I love the flexibility of it just because, like I said, I'm a mom. So my schedule revolves around my daughter's schedule and my fiance. So um, when she's in school, she's a little preschooler, I would tan during the day when she was in school for a few hours. And then I'd take a few hours off while I would pick her up again and then start back, on, back up around 5 to 10 o'clock at night when her dad's home. Um, so just having that flexibility of by appointment only is, you know, godsend for moms. Like a mom can only dream of having an in-home based <laughs> job, you know, and it, sure. that's a double edged sword too. Sometimes you get tired of being home and you're like, oh my God, I just want to go do something else. And I'm a right. homebody for, so for me to say that, um, you know, sometimes you just want to get out of there cause you're working there, you're living there, but, um, tr it's truly, I feel blessed to be able to do that and you know work around my daughter's schedule um so there there's seasons where I work more and I'm going to see more clients and there's other seasons where I have to kind of turn people away because you know I don't want to double book I don't want to rush through clients um and there's only one of me I haven't trained anybody because I don't trust anyone yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and when it's not their business, you know, you can have really good employees, but nobody's going to do it like you. Nobody has that connection with their clients that you've built over the years. So that's where I kind of um, struggle with training somebody because I do go away on vacation once in a while. And my clients are like, oh, my God, what am I going to do without my tan? And I actually do feel guilty. I'm like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be going somewhere. <laughs> so um, that's one of the downfalls, too. Like I said, there's pros and cons to brick and mortar and in-home. You know, you don't have a staff. Yep. You know, you can pull away and they're taking care of business for you where in home it's just you and you're responsible and you have to answer your phone calls and emails and texts and you can have your frequently asked questions up on the website <laughs> down to the T and people will still ask you questions, which is yeah, fine. You know, that's what you're there. <laughs> you're Yeah, you're there to help them. You know, sure. the way you wrote something may not come across the same way to the client. So. Right. Yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, it all comes back to what you want. I mean, for you right now, that makes sense. Once your daughter's a little bit older and things, it might make sense to have the brick and mortar location and you can grow from there. So it's all about yeah, the perspective. We were actually kind of talking about that a few weeks ago. I, I have, I do have a client base to go to a brick and mortar and I've struggled with that. I kind of put the foot 
forward and I step back a little bit and I think of all the pros and cons, like I said, um, right now the beauty of it is it's just such a high profit margin for me. I don't have any overhead. Um, basically, my cost to run this business is my supplies, my electricity, and that's it. I mean, and you can't beat that, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're in an in-home studio, you're going to bring in even more. I mean, I'm sorry, a brick-and-mortar studio, you're going to bring in even more of that foot traffic and possibly, you know, make triple the amount you can in an in-home studio. So yeah. I don't know. I kind of I, I want that challenge, um, you know, and if I fail at it, I fail at it. So so what, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of you, if you're thinking about that, just take the step forward. Go with your gut feeling. Don't be scared. I mean, you're not going to die, <laughs> you know, um, you're already doing something that a lot of people wish they could do, you know, and it's not easy. People think you're just going to open this up and people are going to come flocking to you. You know, a lot of you have worked hard. I know you have. So, um, yeah, focus on those goals. And I just, um, want everybody to succeed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's plenty of opportunities like you're saying, and, and, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I know we kind of talked about the, the, brick and mortar location and i was kind of curious did you uh, even go in to ask any of your you know loyal clients what if they would if it would affect them at all you know not being having that home feel if you had a brick and mortar location um, or yeah i mean a lot of them were excited um and a lot of them kind of said well are you going to train somebody else to do it or the price is going to go up and that's another beauty of it you know you can offer really high quality tans like really high-end solutions without having to pass that cost over to your client. Yeah. So they're getting a really fair price for a really high quality solution. And you can always add in, you have that wiggle room to hook them up with stuff because it's not really costing you a lot of money. Yeah. yeah um, and that'll, that'll be something you have to evaluate and definitely keep us in the loop and let us know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. To, yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you don't mind sharing, what type of equipment and solution do you use? Um, I'm kind of a product junkie, so I have tons of machines, <laughs> tons of guns, um, tons of products. I mean, I've used everything from Vita Liberata to uh, Jolie. That's how I met you. Jolie's a really good brand. Love yeah. them. I'm really big on clean products, so the less junk that's in them, the better. Um, my background's in the medical field. I'm, I try to be really healthy keyword try. <laughs> um, so, you know, I just really look for solutions that don't have parabens, glycols. Um, you know, it, believe it or not, all that stuff really affects you in the long run. And I think sure. people are coming around to that. And um, yeah, those are, I, I mean, Jolie is one of the best ones. Like I said, they don't have a ton of crap in them. It looks great. The only downside is when something is aloe based, it takes a little longer to dry and it's tacky, but absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, you can't have the best of everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's you're gonna you're gonna kind of compromise a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, Jolie, Perfect Glow. Um, I mean, the list could go on and on. <laughs> yeah. So, and like I tell anybody with the with the equipment with the solution, like do your research, look around. Find, I mean, ultimately you're gonna have to test out solution equipment. You can look. For me, I think you know Maximist and Apollo, the two main ones for the most for part. Sure. You know, you can find one there. Fuji, if you want to go with the more kind of industrial look but they have some stuff as well so there's plenty and i have of, all three of those yeah. <laughs> and, um as i've asked you and picked your brain about guns before but yeah. um you know go go on craigslist go on those for sale apps there's always really good 
equipment on there, and that's how I actually scored a lot of my equipment. Yeah. Um, I have an Apollo, uh, what is it called? A so- not the Solo Mist. Mini Mist? The the big boxed one. Oh, that yeah. The, I told the you about a few years mist. ago. Yeah. Whisper Mist, which it's not really that quiet, <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's like a $1,200 machine, and I I scored it for like 300 yeah, and it was that. brand new. Yeah. So, you know, just take the that. time to look out there. <laughs> I know, and I... And, you know, a lot of people ask it. They, they want the quietest machine. And like I said, if you look at the actual decibel ratings they have, at least for Apollo, because I know them the best, like the Whisper Mist versus one that's not even in the box, they were within like, you know, five or ten decibels, which is not going to be recognizable no. for the ear. So it's like, no. you're going to have some noise. Look, it's, it's producing a lot of power. So just kind of go with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, anyone starting out, I think Apollo is great. The little T100. Yeah, the I mean, that's, yeah. Yep, it's a workhorse. I've had it forever. It's always my go-to. Always have a backup gun. Yeah, definitely. Very good point. Yeah, backup gun at least to have there for the most part, though. Like you said, the mini miss, about 300 bucks, get started pretty cheap. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, for you, when you started out back in 2014, there was probably a good amount of training and certification available, but did you go through any, or since you were kind of tanning your friends, did you just roll the dice and so, start tanning? Yeah, so when I started, I just kind of, uh, we just assumed we were all going to tan each other, and, and then it kind of rolled from there, and I went into um, training with Monica Blanco, yeah. um, who is super sweet. She, she had a company, um, Color Couture, I believe it was. Yep. I haven't talked to her in a while, but she kind of, she was kind of doing that, and I don't think her she's even in business anymore. I think she's just tanning people in L.A. Um, and then I've done some training with Million Dollar Tan. I did a little bit with uh, Fabiola from Sobe. Sobe. Yeah. She's super sweet. Yeah, she's if anybody awesome. wants to do training with her, she's the best. I mean, yeah. Fabiola is so sweet. Um, I swear she has a clone because there's no way she's answering all these emails and texts all the time. <laughs> I mean, she's just so accessible. She's amazing. So if anybody needs somebody to train them, shit, Fabiola is your girl. Um, what else? I've done like an online training. I mean, I've done it all. I'm kind of, I get bored fast, so I'm always switching up <laughs> stuff. I'm sure. always, I'm a little sponge. I want to learn and I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything. Um, I'm just constantly curious and learning. Yeah, and that's the way you have to be to be successful, and obviously that's helped you a lot, and it will continue to do that. And um, another thing right now that you brought that up, probably a little all over the place, but um, (laughs) a good thing to think about in your business, too, is sometimes people focus on all the things that are going right. Like, great, this uh, this is awesome, but what falls on the back burner is all the things that are going wrong. And... You know, oftentimes I see a lot of uh, things on the forums, like, why is this person's hand, their hands look this way? Why do they look like that? Pay attention to all those things that you're hearing complaints about and practice, work on those and get better and better and better. And that's like one of the number one things I would recommend to people is listen to what your clients are complaining about. Um, yeah, you know, don't take it personally because if you went and got your hair done and you're not happy with something, trust me, your hairstylist wants to know and you're going to help them get better too. Yeah, so I, I always tell my clients, if you're not happy with something, if there's something that you feel needs a touch up, if you feel you could have gone darker, lighter, whatever, tell me, do not be intimidated to tell me I'm an open book. Tell me, be honest. And it goes both ways. If I see an area that might look a little weird, maybe the person missed exfoliating in that area 
um, I'll tell them, hey, you know, this area looks a little funky to me. It might possibly come out perfect. It might have a little weird look to it. I'm just letting you know. Um, and if you need a touch up, come back tomorrow, you know, and, right. and they like that. Yeah. Definitely. You have to listen to your customers. They're the ones that kind of make them make your business. So just listen to what they have to say, good or bad. You want to know. So that's important. Um, and Myra, I know you had a little time constraint, so I want to go ahead and wrap up. But we'll just go through the last question here. If you sure. could write a letter to yourself back in 2014 when you were just starting out, what would you say? Um, I would say keep your eye on the prize. Um, you know, don't give up. I've seen a lot of people, you know, get discouraged, you know, I'm not getting any clients this week or, you know, I only had three. And I think, honestly, if I had to write a letter to myself, I wouldn't change anything. Um, for some reason, it's all worked, not to sound cocky or anything. I'm pretty genuine, um, just being honest. Um, just staying focused, staying focused, working at it every single day and, um, you know, don't doubt yourself. You know, if you have a bad day, just keep going. Everybody has bad days. Everyone's going to get that a-hole client here and there. <laughs> yep. um, don't don't let that drag you down. You know, just right. keep going. And, and sometimes, um, you know, you'll have competitors move in. You'll have them annoy you. That's been kind of an issue, too, yeah. on the forums and real life. Um, just keep going. You know, there's only one of you. And just stay motivi- motivated and, you know, you're going to get to your goal. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's good, good advice to share. Um, you know, I really appreciate that and appreciate your time. Also, if anybody has any questions, is there a way that they can reach out to you and contact you? Sure. My email is glow24k at yahoo.com or you can follow me on Instagram. It's 24karatglowtan. All right, perfect. And I'll link those also in the show notes so people can come there. Amira, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story. It's been great chatting with you. Sure, yeah, no and, problem. And I hope that you uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. All right, thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 17 of the Happy Tans podcast with Myra from 24K Glow in Brea, California. I really wanted to have her on, and she wanted to be on to talk a lot about the ha- the home studio most of the people that have been on the on the podcast have either been mobile and then jumped in the brick and mortar and not focus as much on the, the home studio. But she's had a lot of success in the home studio, so I wanted to have her on. I wanted her to talk about that. And also, she has quite a different perspective uh, from other people that have been on the podcast. She talked a lot about what was success to her, how she wanted to spend more time with her daughter and with her family versus just business at least at this point in her life. She obviously turned down some wonderful opportunities to work in the you know the Hollywood atmosphere with a lot of actors and actresses, but that just didn't work for her at that time in her life. So I just wanted her to come on and share her story. Myra, thank you again for, for spending time with us on today's podcast. For anybody that has any questions, as always, happytans.com. Feel free to reach out to me, grant at happytans.com. And as we mentioned on the podcast, for anybody that has questions or wants a website, we have the the first uh, website builder for the sunless tanning industry at happytans.biz. Thank you so much for joining us and happy tanning.